Does anybody in here listen to podcasts? This is not a word I've seen before, podcasts. I don't even know if I'm saying it correctly. Anyways, there's a gentleman here who says he's making a podcast and it can help you with your problems. Apparently, all you need to do is write in a question or a problem or an issue that you're having, and he will help you sort it out. Sir, is that right? What's going on here? Hey, friends, would you gather around me while I read you some stories and negativity? Let me give you an energy lobotomy. Take bullshit, turn it into positivity. You got a problem, so does he, so does she. But I wish you could see what it is that I see. You ain't all alone. You can lay it on me. You can lay it on me. You can lay it on me. God damn it. I don't. Is this the, is podcast the word? Is that how you say it? That's how it's spelled. Is anybody going to answer me? All right, fine. Let's just let this guy do his show. Here you go, buddy. Stage is yours. What is up, folks? How you doing? Um, Hopefully doing really well. Um, Thanks for joining me again on the Lay It On Me podcast. I'm your host, Noel Thomas. Um, Just really quick to get business out of the way. If you are interested in asking me a question or giving me a scenario that you possibly need help with, my telephone number is 971-266-0326. You can find me on Instagram at Lay It On Me podcast, or you can uh, email me at Lay It On Me show at gmail.com. Boom. That's all the business. That's it. That's all it is. Um, man, I've, I love summertime in Portland. I, I'm, I live in Portland, Oregon. I love the summertime here, but fuck me if it gets crowded. I mean, there's so many people out and like, I, I mean, that's cool, but I'm a hardcore introvert, like to the, to the maximum. If I could stay in all the time, I absolutely would. And, um, you know, I, I've been trying to, this summer, I've been trying to go to shows and go out more and spend more time outside, outside my home and all that kind of shit. Um, and it kind of wears on me (laughs) to to be honest. It kind of like, it's so easy now to like stay in. It's just easy. I mean, you can order food from anywhere and it and then deliver it to you. You can you can watch whatever the fuck you want via the internet. You can do I, I mean, I'm get, I'm trying to make music. I'm fucking making this podcast. I work out at home. Like there's so many things that I do at home. The only reasons I leave my house are to go to work and um to train jujitsu and boxing. And that's it. Everything else is just like I, I can take it or leave it, right? Um, but I've been trying to be better about it. And the other day there was, um, the other day there was like, uh, I can't even remember what the fuck it was. Uh, I was just trying to go out to eat. Right. And there was some event happening and it was right next to the place where I wanted to eat. And I was just like, I'm going to turn around and I'm going home. You know, I'm not going to eat. I'm just going to go home and like whip, whip up some eggs and, and call it a night. And <laughs> I kind of like, as I was walking home, I was just like, why the fuck did I do that? I walked all the way there. I was super pumped to eat that food in particular. And now I'm going home disappointed all because I didn't want to like step outside my comfort zone and just deal with people for just a little bit. Like <laughs> not even, not even long. I was just going to get the food and then bring it home too. I wasn't even going to eat there or anything. It's just so ridiculous how like, 
how much I will go out of my way to avoid people. And I really wish that was something I was better at. You know, I just feel like being an introvert, it, you know, it, it causes so much, um, like it's draining, you know, it, it causes so much energy loss <laughs> to, to engage with people and small talk and just all that bullshit. I hate doing it. You know what I mean? I'm not good at it. I get super awkward when I have to just fucking sit there and pretend that I care about the weather or the score of a game that I don't give a fuck about. I'm just bad at it. But I'm the point is I'm trying to stretch myself more now and like engage with people and just kind of let myself, um, you know, let myself live in the moment a little bit more, I guess, rather than trying to like corral everything that happens around me. I was telling somebody the other day, I don't think there's any, I don't think there's anything more weak than somebody who has to be in control all the time. I think that's like the weakest form of an, uh, of an individual, of a human being, because that means they're not adaptable. That means they can't have anything that's not their way. Um, They get bent out of shape and all that stuff. And I just don't want to become one of those people. I don't want to be weak. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't think anybody does. So um, yeah, anyways, that's just a quick little rant about, um, a way that I'm trying to stretch myself. So maybe there's something like that in your life too, um, that you're trying to kind of figure out or, or get better at. Um, okay. So this week, the question is hilarious. It's also, um, and I, and I say that in the most like sensitive way possible. Uh, it's hilarious. And also I'm, I'm sure that it's a joke, uh, of some sort, but it actually is a good opportunity to talk about some stuff. Um, so anyways, uh, an anonymous person wrote in, so I don't know their name. I don't know where they're from, but what they wrote in was, what do you do when someone proposes butt stuff? Um, I'm assuming that means like, you know, anal sex or like, um, you know, eating somebody's ass or something like that. I, I, I can only imagine there's probably so many degrees of, of butt stuff, Um, but I have a ton of questions, obviously, to follow up with that. Um, like one, are you dating this person? Is this, you know, is it serious or is this somebody that you, um, that you actually care about? Is it a relationship? Um, is it, you know, like all, all those things, but obviously we're not going to be able to get into that stuff because that person's not here. So, um, I just want to dig into like, let's say this is a person that you care about. Um, and so I'll assume that you're in a relationship of some sort. And, um, I think the only reason somebody would actually ask this is because they're interested in potentially making the person happy who's asking about this particular topic. Um, and let me tell you, I mean, with like the, with the way that human beings are evolving and engaging with one another now, this stuff, like it comes up a lot, you know, like people's kinks or what they like or what they don't like in the bedroom, things that turn them on, you know, psychologically as well as physically. Like it's just, it's getting, it's not getting crazy, but it's definitely, we're broadening the spectrum by quite a bit. Um, I go to the, I go the last like two or three years I've been to the, hump film festival um that is was started by dan savage which is um if you guys have never listened to savage love um you should definitely stop listening to my podcast and listen to that for sure 
Um, but uh, he hosts this, you know, this film festival, and it's basically just all about being sex positive. Um, and it runs the gamut of things that you could even imagine would be on the sex spectrum. And I won't lie to you, the first year I went, I almost passed out. <laughs> I was watching I was watching the screen and I was like, oh my God, I could feel myself fading. I was like, Jesus. I'm like, I'm you I get that feeling where I'm like sweating, but I'm not sweating and I just feel faint. And I was like, I might I'm gonna go out. And then I realized I could just stop watching what was happening. <laughs> I could just look away and be like Oh man, I can't handle that. And the last, so now, like every time I've gone, there's at least one thing that I have, I have to look away from the screen. I just can't handle it. Um, not because I, you know, not because I am not in support of people doing whatever they want to do, but it's just way too intense for me. And I would just, and I immediately think like, Jesus, man, if I was doing that, I would fucking, I, I'd pass out or I'd die or something. So, um, anyways, the, the point of that is that obviously people are experimenting a lot more and getting crazier. So butt stuff is not that crazy. Um, so if that's all that somebody proposed to you, you're in a good situation. <laughs> you're in a good situation, especially if that is outside um, your, your realm. So I want to break this down in a couple different ways here. So first, I want to talk about the ask. I want to talk about the initial reaction. Um, I want to talk about something called make or break. Um, I want to talk about boundaries and I want to finally touch on a power dynamic. So with the first piece, the ask, um, I, you can't believe how many dudes, um, and I'm speaking from, you know, a, a male perspective here. You can't believe how many dudes I know that, um, you know, want to have anal sex, ask their partners to have anal sex, um, all, you know, all sorts of stuff. Um, so I, you know, if you're a female and a guy is asking you, that's, that's probably pretty common, I would say. Um, so that's, I'm sure that's a situation that a lot of females have, have dealt with. Um, and, you know, maybe they would be uh, good people to ask um, about how they dealt with that situation for sure. Cause I can only give you the male perspective. Um, and I'm a person who doesn't really have a lot of interest in, in doing that. Um, just because it's just not my thing, I guess. Um, it doesn't really turn me on in particular. Um, I had a buddy who used to frame up this analogy for butt sex, um, for anal sex. He would go, um, let's imagine you have a mansion and you, you can do whatever you want in the mansion. You can go in any room, but there's one room that the door is always closed and you can't go in there. Like, don't you just naturally want to go in there? And I would always say, no, because I know what's back there and it's poop. Um, but that's just my take. That's just my take. You know, he was he was probably more curious than me. And that's maybe that's why he broke it down <laughs> that way. But that was just my take. Um, but yeah, the ask, like, did this how did this person ask you is really important. Um, did they do it in a respectful manner? Were you guys fooling around and they asked? Were you... Were you drunk and they asked, uh, things like that. Um, 
And then also, like, how often do they ask you this question? Is this the first time they brought it up? Is it something that you guys should maybe talk about? Because they've been asking you for a while now. Um, so those are all important things. Like, if it's just a throwaway ask, I wouldn't worry too much about it, obviously. But if this has become, like, a thing where they're asking you repeatedly, and they're also pretty sincere <laughs> when they ask you, it might be time to have a conversation. So let's just start there. Think about how they're asking you. Um, two, number two, initial reaction. So when you just first heard it, how did you feel? Were you just like, oh, yeah, I was expecting this? Or like, oh, yeah, of course you want that. Or like, you know, I mean, just how did you feel? What were your emotions? Um, and since then, since your initial reaction, if you're like, let's, let's just say, for example, your initial reaction was shock. Um, are you still, are you still feeling pretty shocked by it? Does it still feel pretty foreign to you? Or are you like, are you pretty comfortable with it now? Is it something that you're willing to talk about at least, or like get out in the open again, if they haven't asked you for a second time? Um, so that's, that's definitely, that's definitely something I want you to think about. Like have your, your initial emotions kind of subsided and now you kind of have a little bit more clarity and it doesn't seem that scary or crazy or intrusive or, you know, what are, what are your feelings on that now? And if they've changed, I'd say explore that change. Why, why did it initially make you feel that way? And why don't you feel that way now? Try to get to the reason of, of your initial reaction, I think is the best, the best possible thing. Um, and then the next thing is, uh, make or break. So I think, unfortunately, there's there's kind of three things in a relationship that you that you really need, um, and that's kind of a an emotional connection, a spiritual connection, and a physical connection. And I think if you're kind of only if you're only operating on two out of the three, um, you're doing pretty good, but that's not, you know, that's not optimal. And if you're only operating on one out of the three, then you should probably get the fuck out of there. Um, so I'm really interested, is this like, is, is this physical connection that's maybe not being met currently by your, your relationship, is this something important enough for the person that asked you to make them unhappy? with the physical connection that, that you two have. Um, that's, that's something, you know, obviously I can't answer that question, but that is, that is something to bring up, you know, especially if you're, you're thinking about these other questions and like, they have asked you multiple times, you're always shocked when they asked you, or you're always feeling uh, weird about it. And then now you're getting to the point where it's like, okay, so this person really needs this. You know, they really want to know they they really want that and and kind of need that out of their sex life. And now you got to decide if that person is worth it. You know, um, if they I don't know. Do you love them? Do you care about them? Um, is that something that you want to do for them? Um, I think those are all things to take in consideration, especially because you only get one butthole. So it's probably a good, it's probably a good thing to think about and protect <laughs> if you, if you aren't super pumped on the idea. Uh, sorry for laughing, but it's just, it's true. The only having one butthole is an unfortunate truth for human beings. Um, uh, and along with that, along with wanting to make somebody happy, and make them feel heard and appreciated and kind of make your uh, physical 
physical connection the best possible connection for the both of you. Um, then the next topic boundaries is also really ties into that because basically if you are, if you're willing to, you know, kind of, if you're willing to give somebody something, um, out of like the goodness of your heart and you're in a partnership, they should also be willing to come your way as well. You know, like you can't, it it sounds really bad because it sounds like transactional. Like, well, if I give you this, you got to give me that. And it's not necessarily like that. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not trying to frame it up in a way that is, I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine. But more what I'm trying to do is say, if you are not comfortable with what this person wants from you, that is, that's definitely a time for you to have conversation with them about boundaries and about why they're in place and how they make you feel when they, when, you know, you step over them and like, I don't know, enforcing them and making sure that the person on the other end knows like the boundaries that are in place are not about them. They're not against them. They're, they're not designed to hurt in any way, but they're designed to protect you and make you feel good and make you feel like you're appreciated in a, in, in a partnership and not just in like a give take type of scenario. So it's, it's okay for you to want to stretch your boundaries a little bit, but it's not okay for somebody to try to shatter them and just, and they, and they just come straight through. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's just something that I think in a partnership you have to learn, unfortunately, and it takes a really long time to do that is find all the boundaries. And I think inevitably everybody will get to the, to the border of these boundaries and then continue to try to push them or wiggle them or, or find out, you know, where, where the space is that they can, um, that they can get away with stuff. Um, so this is, this is a good tie in to that conversation, I think. Um, and then finally, um, the uh, power dynamic is the other thing I wanted to talk about. So here's something I think that's really, how do I put it? If, if you don't know this, if you, so if you're a woman and you're a heterosexual woman and you're interested in men, the thing that I see the most with men is that they, they have all these ideas, right, about what turns them on. Um, and usually those ideas are things like this, like, oh, I want to have anal sex or, oh, I want to have a threesome or... Oh, you know, you know, things like that, kind of like classic fantasy type things coming from a male perspective. So what I found, um, at least like talking to a lot of guys, a lot of friends and just trying to be as observant as possible is the act, whatever the act is. So like anal sex or threesome or whatever, um, the act is actually doesn't seem to be the thing that is the fantasy. And this is going to sound a little crazy and a little weird, but it's, this is what I've noticed. It's not the actual thing that is the fantasy. It is the power or the, um, the position of power that they receive by having somebody submit to what they want. Now, hopefully that makes sense because it's, it's a very psychological type of, uh, connection that they're, that they're making here to these, to these things. If, you know, it, they could ask you to do anything and they would be turned on 
because it's you saying, yes, I will do that for you. Um, I'm sure that people are familiar with like a lot of, uh, a lot of men like to be called daddy um, and, or like be, you know, submitted to and things like that. And it's because it's, it's power. It's having somebody say, you are in control of me right now and I am, I'm submitting to you and I'm, and I'm just willing to do whatever it is that you want me to do. And for men, I think that is a position that they, they typically really enjoy. So I would, I would almost argue that if like the anal sex is not what this person is probably after, if it's a, if it's a man, um, anal sex is probably not what this person is after. They're probably after the idea of power and submission. And then even on the other end, um, I would, I don't know because I'm not a woman, but I would assume that if a woman is asking, uh, for that, um, the, the sensation is probably just good or, or just feels good. And if it's a, you know, and if it's a guy asking a, a homosexual guy, I'm also assuming that the sensation feels good. Um, but I don't know. I don't know that much about um, about different um, sexual dynamics, unfortunately. But I would say that a lot of it has to do with power and um, kind of, you know, how that how that plays into sex. Um, and, and as far as like other dynamics go, um, you know, I've heard I've heard from women. Some women think it's you know really pleasurable, and some don't so much. They're very off put by the idea. Um, but that doesn't, I guess that doesn't necessarily mean the sensation is bad. Um, I think that's also true for men though. Like I've heard from guys before. I know plenty of guys who, um, you know, have had their, their girlfriends or significant others, um, like, you know, put fingers in their butt or like whatever it is. And they say, oh, the sensation's great. It feels so good. You know what I mean? Like, it's amazing. And I'm sure that's true, but like for, for me, it's a psychological thing. Like I just can't, I can't have anybody back there. It's just not something that I'm interested in doing. So I think that's honestly, those are the things to explore with this person. Hopefully this person is your partner. So you can have like an honest, real conversation about it and just kind of like break down these things. Um, talk, talk about the psychological effects of what's going on and also see how important it is to them. Right. Because if it's just like, if they just want to try it, it's like, go, f- you know, you don't need to just try it on my body. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, it's not just a carnival ride here, buddy. Um, so I would just, uh, you know, I would just stand your ground in that sense. But if it's like, you know, if, if that's something that they really need um, as far as sex goes, I think it's probably worth like a deeper conversation and finding out if that's something that you're comfortable in giving that person. Um, man, that was... That's that was a lot of butt talk, and I usually reserve my butt talk for humorous um, occasions because butts are funny, you know. Poop, poop, farts, butts—they're they're funny. Um, they're, it's a it's very low hanging fruit, but it's still funny, you know. I can't help it. I I, I make butt jokes sometimes. Um, anyways, I, I I really hope this helps. I'd love to hear uh I I'd love to hear a follow up, see if you had a conversation uh, with this person that's hopefully a partner or somebody that you're dating and, and uh, see if you guys could uh, work something out and see if you set some boundaries and had the conversation. Um, definitely hit me up again and I'd love to update the show. Um, and uh, yeah, I really appreciate you writing in and I wish you all the best. Um, thanks everybody so much for listening this week. 
Uh, really appreciate it. Keep the questions coming. There's there's plenty more to get through, but um, I could always use more. And I just really appreciate you guys showing up every week and, and listening and supporting and just being fucking the radical people that you are. Um, have a great week, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.